This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. Something that I, I think about often is trying to understand what types of content will succeed in the traditional Web3 format. Content in Web3 is underpinned by capital. So when I think about like what other forms of content are next to take off, uh, PFPs and different variations of, of profile pictures, right? To photography, to digital art, uh, AR, VR, even digital property like land, um, film, fashion. What do you think is restricting other forms of content from taking off? Yeah, um, I think to dig into that, it's probably worth digging into like your term content worth collecting. And so like, what, is it, what does it mean for something to be worth collecting? And, and I think like that really comes down to like, what value do people get from collecting it and, and why do they collect it? And I think we've seen, at least in the context of music NFTs, there's many different reasons. There's like the kind of patron style user who's, they really love artists, they want to support them. They want to, um, you know, give them their money so they can keep producing their art and keep producing their content. Um, there's like the speculator, the speculator is there uh, to, you know, potentially buy something, resell it later, make a profit. There's uh, the, the like everyday fan. Maybe they're buying the NFT because the NFT gives them some perks or some like private chat with the artist and they, they can like simp for the artist. Um, you, you get like the community aspect of it where um, maybe the, the fans are buying the NFTs not necessarily to connect and uh, have a relationship with the artist directly, but to have a relationship with other fans in the, the same community as the artist and like that subculture. Um, and, you know, you get all the aspects of social signaling that you see in like the high art world and like the entertainment industry where, you know, people are buying NFTs as part of like social signaling. And, and those are all like very different use cases. There's definitely a blur and an overlap across all of them. Um, but um, they are all the kinds of things that bring value to NFTs and like, you know, make them worth collecting. And so back to content worth collecting, how does that tie directly into content? I think um, it's it's like, it's harder to ascribe those things to the medium of the content, whether it's like video or audio or interactive media. Um, the things that we mentioned, or that I mentioned in the, in the last topic around like what makes something worth collecting are somewhat like independent of the media. Um, and a lot of them are related to like the context around the media. Um, and so, you know, I don't, I don't know if that answers your question, but I think th those are like some interesting um, nuances to, you know, use as a starting point for how to think about uh, right. answering that question. But yeah, I'd love to get your like response to that like perspective. I think um, it, it's like such a redundant answer, but I think education and onboarding is restricting other forms of content from taking off. Um, there's a specific subgroup of collectors that appreciate and enjoy collecting a specific type of content, music being one of them or digital art being one of them. Um, we're seeing other forms of content arise, but they're, they haven't picked up as much traction just yet. Video NFTs, uh, photography NFTs. Um, we see fashion starting to take off more and more and more. I've been covering fashion since like 2019, I feel like. And the same people are still pushing the needle, but you're seeing new new creatives enter the space with new concepts and whatnot. But it still seems as if music and digital art still have captured like the largest the largest market so far, right? And when I think about the types of creators that exist in the world today and the biggest platforms that support specific types of creators, for example, like short form content, all the creators on TikTok that create content for a living and try to tap into the algorithms to build followers, right? In, in, a, in a viral setting, like 
that's a whole new market to tap into short form content that's worth collecting, right? I think the the most kind of like prevalent example is looking at memes, memes that get virality and get a lot of views and a lot of attention and become one with culture, right? The memes of culture, those are probably worth collecting as well, but there aren't markets for that. Like the, the markets aren't yet completely ascribed just yet, right? So I'm trying yeah. to think about like, like it, it comes down to education, onboarding, maybe it comes down to more like successful case studies, right? I'd argue that seeing Daniel Allen kind of like take off in the music space has motivated a lot of other musicians to enter the space. Seeing what he did in 48 hours, right? Opened up the minds and creativity for many labels, many independent artists and everything in between. So kind of getting more of these case studies out there of uh, like a successful short form content creator and a successful podcaster and a successful videographer and a successful cook, right? Like a chef that wants to create a cookbook and wants to sell eBooks via NFTs, right? I think it's it's documenting that through education and then providing the right pipelines for onboarding that could stimulate uh, no, totally, um, totally. more and growth. If you look at like the way that growth often happens, it comes from people rec- replicating things that they've seen work elsewhere, whether it's, um, you know, the different models we saw with profile picture NFTs and art NFTs mapping over to music NFTs and people experimenting with similar models around one of ones versus multi print editions um, to um people replicating the successes of people that uh, of other artists that are doing similar things to them. Um, I think, you know, sometimes that replication works and like a model that's proven to work in one context or in one you know, form of media does map over to another. Um, but other times um, we need to find like tweaks on the, the structure of the uh, release and the NFT that's maybe more suited to the kind of content being released. And I think that the, like, the, I still feel like the, the place to be looking uh, in order to, find the evolutions to uh, how releases should look like for new forms of content and for new mediums. Um, we should be looking at those like underlying value propositions and like reasons why people collect and like why people get value out of collecting to, to help right. us um, find like what needs to evolve um, as we kind of spread to new mediums and new kinds of content and, and new uh, relationships between collectors and their Uh, NFT base. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.